0: So, you ever killed a man?
1: With kindness. Oh shucks. <laughs> I believe you. But it was still petty kindness, so.
0: what well, What's that like, uh, uh, bless your heart?
1: Well, you know how, like, somebody will do you wrong, and you just, you don't really let it slide, but you, you keep doing things real, real well for them. Like, really stepping in and helping out until they just can't stand it anymore. But it's too late. They're stuck. Cause you've been super, you've been super over it. You like still helping out, still putting your best foot forward. And if they wanted to turn the tide, they would have to actually step up and either apologize or do more than you're doing. So it's still it's it's kindness, but it's petty. I got you.
0: I, I see what you mean.
1: Hey, don't worry about it. I got you. You take off. <laughs> I'll work. I'll I'll work your hours for you. Don't even worry about it, bitch. Like why why would it be a problem? <laughs> I can't think of anything would make it a problem. Can y'all think of something?
0: I love working here. I don't need a day off.
1: Somebody you, you you come up with a reason you need a day off and they'd be like, "Oh, I'll, I'll work it for you." Like, "No, no, no. Don't even worry about it. I I'll, I'll find somebody." Don't even let them have the the satisfaction of like stepping in. But no, not Physically no.
0: How about this? Do you have any mantras to put yourself in into a certain
1: mindset? Um <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? Well, it is what it is. <laughs> I will step on stage for a show and like just in the first couple of minutes I'll like put my phone down so I can see the time and uh get my guitar put a couple of guitar picks in my pocket, uh, do a mic check, and then when the sound guy's like, you ready to go? It's just in my head, I'll be like, yeah, about ready as I'm gonna be. And mm-hmm. then in, in my head, I'll just kind of be like, all right, all I can do is mess up. What are <laughs> they gonna know? <laughs>
0: That's fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, if, you're, if your mantra is it is what it is, and mine is sort of like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, it's... Probably a good idea for us to not like do any major planning of like an event.
0: Uh, no, we shouldn't. Absolutely not.
1: It'll, it'll, that shit will either go completely sideways, or it'll go so well we stuck doing another one, and that's a worse thing.
0: And next thing you know, it's seven years later?
1: Yeah, and you're just like, uh, when did you when did you stop wanting to do this?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Woo.
1: Well. I went looking all over the house for this. It is a capo. I went looking everywhere trying to find one for this recording. How about right here on the computer desk? There's one clamped to the desk right where my hand would have been when I was playing guitar anyway. What's the worst that could
0: happen? It is what it is. (laughs) 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 On that note, thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time with us, we're the secret group of brown kids who are the secret group of brown kids. It's a secret, but you might be able to find us trotting, trying to tie up loose ends because we can't have folks finding out our secret.
1: Secret, secret.
0: And my name is Tiff Zilla, your host. And on this podcast, I make my friend watch
1: movies <laughs> with me and talk about their feelings. <laughs> hey, is this my first like one-on-one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it's uh not like the podcast first two-person episode but it's the first time Mm. it's just the two of us yeah (laughs) (laughs) first time it's just me and him on a podcast tim (laughs) it's
1: it's a real tnt night uh, (laughs) welcome aboard folks hold (laughs) on to
0: your seats there's no third person to like balance our awkward energy
1: no it's gonna get super (laughs) weird before it gets better (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh man uh and the movie of the week is the killer just dropped on netflix yesterday uh i think it's it hit a film festival last month and it came out of new york and la maybe this week or last week or two weeks ago try to get
1: that like uh Threshold, uh, so they can put it yeah. in uh, awards. Yeah, uh, uh, tickers. Yeah,
0: because it's a David Fincher film, who is an acclaimed director. I guess auteur. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just, I might be like leaning on the word too much. <laughs> So, like, Uh, some people see auteurs as, okay, you're just a certain level of director, Mm -hmm. where the definition is specific style. And he has a specific style, Mm -hmm. but it's not specific enough to me where if I watch a movie, I'll be like, oh, this is a David Fincher movie. Or if I watch, like, a Tarantino yeah. or Aronofsky, I'd be like, oh, this, this is this is this person's, you know. But uh, oh, all, all the cuts make me, me want to throw up, Aronofsky. <laughs> uh, that might be a me thing, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to take anything away from him. I'm he's an auteur, I, uh, I know
1: he's done cool. a lot of like, uh, it's, he's oh yeah, like I agree, he doesn't really have like a style, style. He, but he, he's got a certain kind of way of approaching the movies that have, I think other oh, people yeah. don't do.
0: Like it's not. I'd say it's a style, I guess. Like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's a style. It's just, like, it's not over the top in any way where it's very noticeable. Like, it's to me, his style is, good, is, is subtle and methodical. Mm-hmm. Like, every every movie that I could think of that I've seen for Fincher is not necessarily slow, but there's, like, there's always, like, a method to the pacing,
1: the build yeah he's a kind of he's a kind of director that gets all the legos out of the box and counts them before they start putting it together <laughs> yeah
0: so uh I'll, I'll i'll get back into that later but yeah yeah i like the way you phrased that <laughs> but yeah currently streaming on netflix so you don't gotta go to the theaters to go see it uh unless you really want to uh, if you're in la or new york uh why this movie because it's new and i said why not <laughs> the trailer looked interesting.
1: I hadn't even heard of this one at first. Yeah. I saw it on the calendar and uh, was like, "Oh, what is that?" I almost went in blind, but like um I for a moment I was like, "Well, is this like spooky stuff still?" because it's called The Killer and I was like, "I'm dumb. I'm just going to watch the trailer." <laughs> but the trailer doesn't really give a lot away. Yeah. <laughs> like, "Oh, stuff happens in this movie." Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> People do things. Interesting. <laughs> michael bass fasterer faf fa- and fa- ben faster <laughs> michael fafsa <laughs> michael fafsa application. michael mass bender
0: <laughs> uh speaking of uh that actors michael mass bender uh <laughs> <Tom> <laughs> michael <Clinton>.
1: michael nascar <laughs>
0: Uh, Tilda Swinton Charles Parnell Arliss Howard Carrie O'Malley Sophie Charlotte and uh Emilio Parnia and Gabriel Polanco
1: I kept reading that Charles Charles Parnell wrong mm. and thinking of Chris Parnell he, he does the he does a couple of weird things like he was on 30 rock as a doctor he was' mm. on, on on SNL he does uh the dad from Rick and Morty, and I just immediately was like, ah, don't kill me! Leave me alone! I don't want to die! Why are you chasing me? Like, I was just like, I'm waiting for Chris Parnell. He never shows up, and I was like, looked at the credits, I'm like, Charles. It oh, says Charles. Charles Parnell. Tim. Good job, Tim. It says Charles. And Charles Learn.
0: Parnell is kind of that guy that, like, you've seen him before in these things. Like, I know he pops up in a lot of Tom Cruise stuff, like, The Mission Impossible. Okay, uh, yeah or like the last mission possibly popped up as just like some official and he, and he's uh, in Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. And of course, if that's like wrong and like he has some starring role of like some Oscar nominated movie, that's a huge deal and I'm completely missing it. I apologize, Mr. Parnell.
1: Hey, at least you didn't think he was Chris Parnell. <laughs>
0: uh, so <laughs> we, did, we did the actors uh, written by uh, Alexis Nolent luke jacquaman and andrew kevin walker uh alexis Nolen. i think he wrote the graphic novel yeah i think that's that's the that's what i saw and the other two did the screenplay and budget was 175 million i didn't even have to look that look that up i saw that already oh wow and it's burned into my memory because holy shit Oh, that's that's Marvel movie money. Right? That is, and I remember hearing somewhere that like David Fincher, he's gonna get his money. Like, <laughs> like I remember studios were like, like well, he's the type of director. who's like, okay, I can do this movie, and I want this amount of money, and they're like, yo, that's a lot of money. And he's like, okay, well, then you don't need me then. And they're like, should <laughs> like take a lesser fee, and he's like, nah, nah. So like established directors, I get it. Like they're like, "Look, you know what you're going to get basically." And not only like do you know what you're going to get like product wise, at least a certain level of product, but you know that I'm going to get in there, get it done. I know how to, you know, work with the actors, the producers, you know, form the budget, all that stuff. And like as opposed to new directors who don't always know how to get everything done in all the departments, right? And he just, you know, he's established and he knows his stuff. So he's like, "Look, pay me this amount," and it's a lot of money, at least for directors. I think there's a minimum, which I can't remember the number, so I don't want to say the the wrong thing. <laughs> I remember hearing it, and I was like, "Dang, that is that is a lot." Usually, because like, you know, you hear about actor or like I think the number used to be the a twenty million dollar actor. Because oh yeah, Will, I do Will Smith remember that would have been like one either the first one or one of the first ones to be like he gets twenty million minimum and like that was 15 years ago maybe yeah so there's definitely more 20 million dollar minimum actors now but directors that wasn't the case for the directors mm-hmm. i guess until i don't want to say until recently cuz i still don't remember the number but it's definitely at minimum 5 million and this was a while back too so it's probably more but anyway 175 and i guarantee you a lot of that is uh, the director and the actors, and it's not even. There's only two big actor names in here too.
1: Everybody involved, like, or a good portion of the main people involved, feel like the kind of people that like you didn't like set out to make a a bad movie. You set out to make a Fassbender movie. So yeah, where's yeah. the money? So I could I could see a lot of lot of that money going directly to that. Like you're saying, just it's just straight up.
2: Let's the say, front
1: end money like you're not you're not making that back uh, out of cutting corners you're paying yeah. the money up front to the people who are supposed to make the movie
0: and netflix is wild too so like they'll get a number and be like yeah, sure not not think of like not really try to fight it like how uh, many streams is that yeah. so they will be like oh we got a fincher movie all right and so fincher probably made it out with like 10 15 mil and fastbender got at least 20 swinton who was in two scenes yeah uh probably got 10 mm-hmm. and that alone is what, what i can't do math 35 40 40 between 35 45 million right there
1: yeah and that's a good chunk of it just trying to figure in it in out that. i'm
0: assuming they filmed on location because oh yeah it's it definitely probably... a
1: vacation movie <laughs> everybody everybody involved got to go like go for trips there's that's barely it. any that's there.
0: cgi so like that oh, has no, to I guess be not. it right Like it's just on location and people's fees, and maybe they finessed it a bit, and somebody got some money in their pocket. A hundred seventy-five million is wild for this. Think about it. Like even though it's been ten years, going on ten years, uh, somewhere around ten, Deadpool is a fifty million dollar movie.
1: That's a weird thought. Yeah, (laughs) I just (laughs) and they saved half that movie by just not having Patrick Stewart in it. (laughs) Look,
0: <laughs> Oh shit. Uh but yeah, so I'm gonna let that go. 175 <laughs> million. Jeez. Uh and Rotten Tomatoes. Tell me if this makes sense. Okay. Audience 68%, critics 85.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um Yeah. They're, they're, I liked this movie, but I could see a lot of people just kind of being like, uh I if I wanted to see John Wick, I would watch John Wick.
0: Yeah, they hear Assassin. Mm-hmm. You know they they're gonna go to John Wick and not like a slow methodical is this is he making a joke a uh, movie like well,
1: this is like weird though, because like to me, I mean, we'll probably get into it more. This feels like this is a universe where John Wick is still a movie, yeah like this guy is like what. A, uh, what John Wick would be like for real mm. like the whole getting revenge story is still there but it's more grounded in reality of what a person would really have to do you can't just go downtown and buy a muscle car and drive it around town all out <laughs> like kicking down people's doors and shooting people in front of crowds
0: Split, spinning around a roundabout in Paris for 20 minutes
1: just, yeah. just, just popping fo- yeah it's like okay maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> how is this a secret society again <laughs> i just gave a gave this dude a big ass gold coin in front of a little kid and that little kid was just like uh-huh secrets
0: <laughs> oh man but yeah before we continue shout outs shout out to justin from toronto hey he gave us a lot of props on the scott pilgrim episode uh which is amazing considering how many toronto jokes we made in it <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps yelling at his friends to to listen to the podcast Nice. you, sir, are the MVP.
1: We appreciate.
0: Uh, And we're going to give our spoiler warning. We're going to spoil the movie. It's brand new. But it's on Netflix, and it's easily accessible, I'm assuming... I'm going to stop saying that at some point because Netflix just keep every year they raise the price. So at some point it's not going to be easily accessible (laughs) anymore.
1: Okay. I didn't look it up, but did you hear about Netflix having, uh, wanting to do brick and mortar stores?
0: I saw that shit and I didn't open the article out of spite. No, no. I was like, I I I don't even want to know what that is. I'm going to be mad.
1: Are you going to kill
0: Blockbuster?
1: What do they say on (laughs) SNL? Oh, like, uh, SNL. He said, uh, it's like a serial killer wearing the skin of the people yeah. he's murdered. Like, how the fuck? I this,
0: thought that when they did that, they didn't they put out a, a blockbuster documentary or show? Yeah, or, was,
1: they had a show. Was like, they straight up made a, block, a blockbuster show was, and I was like, that's shop, rude. Bro? That what means shop? you had to buy the intellectual intellectual property in order to put that out or at least get permission. And that's that's look, rude. Look, there's victory
0: laps and then there's whatever that is. <laughs> Like, i i'm still <gasps> holding out hope because blockbuster because they technically still exist yeah uh, i think it's one store left right and mm-hmm. they're just out there uh the they tease the comeback and i'm holding out hope that with netflix shutting down netflix dvd it's blockbuster hey, let them have it <laughs> yeah let them have it since you don't want it just let them have something <laughs> jesus because honestly, i would
1: subscribe because that's that'd be neat a lot keep, of keep some classic weird stuff open and yeah, it supplements
0: like, like the whole uh, they might be able to find their little lane in between all these different streaming services now, so instead a, of people having to get all these different street uh, streaming services, you know, they can supplement their movies through the dvd system
1: that's definitely a way to try to get that done I, I i don't think it would be a bad thing
0: it's just whether or not they got the money to, to get it wrong
1: yeah do y'all have the scratch to buy uh 40 copies of of uh bluey <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, does 40 copies of bluey exist watch disney stop putting out dvds out of spite <laughs>
1: it will be like, uh-uh. I,
0: can, I can see it. I can see it. It's like, nah, you ain't making no money off of me. Like, why do you think, think that was okay? I wish I could do a Mickey Mouse impression, uh, because that would have been the first. ho you think you
2: think you could make money off us?
1: <laughs> yeah. Think again. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we are about to spoil this movie.
1: <laughs> oh, if I could say the N word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> so look maybe we should stop doing the mickey voice before uh, no we
1: get yeah, the mouses show up
0: copyright strike this podcast then we gotta re-record <laughs> it in our own voices
1: the, the mouse watches call it tim's version
0: <laughs> uh so generally you know real quick how'd you feel i
1: was like um sometimes i sometimes feel like there's movies that remind me of a time period and it kinda reminds me of the late seventies hard boiled like crime stuff. And I, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. It obviously had a like modern flair to it where like it was okay for the main guy to make a joke, but uh <laughs> even exactly. if they were very subtle jokes. Yeah. But uh it, it was pretty good. I liked it.
0: Okay. So film starts out with an assassin, uh, Michael Fassbender, thinking out a location for his next hit. And he narrates the scene and talks about how this kind of work isn't for people who uh, can't handle being bored. <laughs> Paris awakens unlike any other city, slowly, without the diesel grind of Berlin or Damascus, or the incessant hum of Tokyo. Popeye the sailor probably said the best, I am what I am. I'm not exceptional. I'm just a part.
1: I <laughs> I think I was saying to you, like... um, a lot of the a lot of the movies I watch them I do just like some subtle like exercise, mm-hmm. uh, standing calisthenic stuff. You know, knee lifts and like stretches and stuff. Oh, I
0: thought you were making a joke about the movie.
1: No, I was literally that was a, that's a thing I do. Oh, like okay. probably the first fifteen minutes of some of the movies. It it gives me a little exercise and it kind of pops me further awake in case like I get sleepy during the movie. Okay. Obviously, not something I would do in the movie theater, but I do it at home. Uh, and when I looked at the screen, Homeboy was also doing like exercises, like okay, <laughs> whatever. I was like, "You just trying to copy me." <laughs> but uh, I also, but I also cracked right up when he said, "It's Popeye the Sailor probably said it best." So I was like, "Motherfucker, better." Not. <laughs> and he said, "I am what I am. Yes, like, I am what I am." <laughs> but honestly, isn't that the only Popeye the? F- Popeye? That's the Popeye phrase. That's it. Uh, that and the glug 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 glug, whatever, right? Like- <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then he's like, luck isn't real, nor is karma, or sadly, justice. As much as I'd like to pretend these concepts exist, they just don't. <laughs> so, I'm laughing at the narration. Like, I watched it twice. This is one that I, I gave it Honest Watch, and then I watched it to, again to build out the template. And like it got funnier the second time. Because the narration's just like, I'll explain it in a bit, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. we see him go get some McDonald's and continue to scout the area and return back to his uh, an unfinished apartment like several stories up, right? And he's like, oh, my camera was based on a German tourist I saw in London a while back. No one really <laughs> wants to interact with the German tourists. Parisians avoid them like the rest of the world avoids street mimes.
2: <laughs>
1: he put the outfit on and was like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk to that dude. <laughs> It was there. Oh, man. At some
0: point, uh, he has a sniper rifle out waiting and he hears someone coming to the door, but it was just uh, someone throwing some mail on the floor and leaving. And, like, eventually he goes to sleep on the table and keeps getting woken up by his watch. But then he go back to sleep. But at some point, he sits up and notices the maid of the, of the penthouse he's watching opens the blinds and his target pulls up to the building. So finally it's on. He, he puts on some music. The Smiths, How soon is now? Mm -hmm. And he says, at this rate of subsonic rounds drop is not an issue. I just need a pulse rate under 60 and a measured squeeze. So vintage glass can't alter the trajectory. He waits and waits for the right shot uh, as his target moves around. And then a lady in sexy clothes comes out, uh, making it a bit trickier. But he still waits. Meanwhile, he's reciting the rules. Stick to your plan. Anticipate. Don't improvise trust no one never yield an advantage fight only the battle you're paid to fight forbid empathy empathy is weakness weakness is vulnerability each and every step of the way ask yourself what's in it for me this is what it takes what you must commit yourself to if you want to succeed
1: yeah i mean is it too much to already throw out that throughout the movie like like let's 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 gloss right over the fact that he says, "Anticipate, don't improvise." I mean, in order to anticipate people's moves, you must be willing to improvise. So those, those just, those just call each other out right there. They cancel each other out. Those two things. I just want to point out. I don't want to get too far in the weeds. He breaks every one of these. Listen, it, 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 listen. <laughs> it's so great.
0: I love it. Like, cause, cause, think about this. This whole part. Well, I'm going to get to it in just just a second. Okay. So we see him checking his pulse rate on his watch over and over. And the last time we see it checked, it's at 65 BPM. Remember, he said it has to be under 60. 60. And then he takes the shot. And he misses. And instead, he hits the dominatrix. And the guy's security rushes in and shuts the blinds. Mind you, we're 21 minutes into the movie at this point. It took 21 minutes for him to finally take a shot so for 20 minutes we're sitting here listening to him <laughs> like he's talking
1: about you know, his rules he's talking about, his about rules the rules and his routine
0: he's... just look, look and then he misses the shot yeah that shit is funny
1: no I, <laughs> I was immediately because when he <laughs> when he takes the shot does he literally stop in the middle of one of his mantras and just go shit shit <laughs> Look, look,
0: (laughs) and I think so many people are going to watch this and completely miss the comedy of it all.
1: No, it's immediately hilarious. It's so
0: dry. It's so dry. We spent 20 minutes, Tim, listening to this man just talk himself through it this is my routine and this is my camo and this is what i and i only eat the protein
1: and yeah like everybody goes to mcdonald's who cares nobody's gonna notice you at mcdonald's (laughs) not even the advertising executive that paid to make sure i went to mcdonald's
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man and and like And then he has his rules and he's reciting to himself, stick to the plan, anticipate, don't improvise, never yield an event, and over and over and over. And mind you, I'm giving it more energy than he did. Like, Mm -hmm. when he's talking, he's very deadpan, monotone. He's like, he's less
1: monotone, he's he's even less monotone than Sherlock in the the Robert Downey Jr. films. Because while Sherlock talks fast, he never really gets into, like, a melodic way of speaking. It's always very flat this guy's way further down than that he is not enthused by what he's doing it's almost like he's told someone this a thousand times and he's just running through the motions
0: yeah he's basically like he's trying to convince us or really within the movie he's trying to convince himself but for thematic purposes also the audience that he's a robot he's a machine he's just an
1: instrument yeah.
0: And like he's he's not when he gets a
1: job, up. it gets done. I mean, he is really setting yeah. the stage for like we're getting ready to see some like artisan style assassination yeah. stuff and then oops. <laughs> oops.
0: <laughs> and so, I oop. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Yeah, like, and then when he puts on the, and that's another joke in itself, when he puts, because he puts on the music and he said, the music helps me focus, and it's the Smiths, and like, that song, How Soon Is Now, has a line that says, I am human and I need to be loved just like everybody else. Yes,
1: I go about things the wrong way, yeah. is one of the lines, and I <laughs> kept thinking of that over and over and over.
0: Put that in your pocket, right? Because I was like, okay, this is Fincher, everything's for for a reason no matter how boring it is so him taking 20 minutes <laughs> that's a sixth of the movie
1: yeah uh, he so. really he really set the set the pace for like yeah. how things were gonna go It was like <laughs> you weren't if you weren't ready well what i guess he just says it right like you know this is not for uh the people who are easily bored <laughs> yeah the more you that, I didn't even catch that part. Like, the it's, a very, one, it's very onion-layery in, in a way right now. Yeah, it's more jokes. I didn't even
0: catch that. That's funny. So, yeah, so Fastbender immediately packs up shop, and he, like, runs downstairs and hijacks the scooter. Or I couldn't tell if he left it there, because earlier we see him, like, testing it out.
1: Yeah, he went down to... It's funny, because everything that could go wrong kept going wrong. He went down there to check the locks earlier in the movie. He, like, checked them both, and they... And the funny thing is, if I if I'm remembering this right, the one that was easy, he checked. Yeah. The other one that was giving him trouble, yeah. he didn't check. Yeah. So it's just kind of like we're just piling on like this is the one job where he just wasn't the guy. <laughs> oh man. It's like he looked dead in the camera and went, Look at me. Remember <laughs> this face. I'm the guy. Narrator. He was not, he the, was guy. not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the narrator,
0: <laughs> so yeah, so he uh he gets the scooter, and as like he he goes down like he throws different pieces of his gun away, uh like in one piece in a sword drain, one bag into a garbage truck, another piece he throws over a bridge, and like the whole time cops were swarming, so he's trying to avoid them, though we don't know for sure if they're actually chasing him or if they're just going to the area, hmm.
1: Seemed like a lot of them were just scrambling to the area. Yeah. It didn't seem as much like someone like trying yeah. to do a wide search yet.
0: Yeah, uh, but he wasn't taking no no chances, and like he ditches the scooter and his helmet, and he narrates W W J W. Sorry, W W J W B D. What would John Wilkes Booth
1: do? <laughs> well, was... he got caught, so look, don't do that.
0: Look, this is. <laughs> This is the first time, like, I already was, like, snickering a little bit, but this is the first time that I really laughed out loud, like, like, (laughs) and then I thought to myself, like, if I just did some shit and I'm trying to run away, would I stop and think, what would John Wilkes Booth do? No, just, just, just roll. I mean, he, he technically, he he got away and got caught after the fact, but he got away, but he, he broke his leg in the process, didn't he? (laughs) Ugh. Which is funny now to think Ugh. about it, because he was an actor, yeah, and he jumped down onto the stage and he broke his leg jumping down onto the stage. Like, anyway. Sir, it's a
1: theater. <laughs> this should have been your. You should have been in. The, you you should have had this.
0: <laughs> Break a leg. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> ah. so yeah, so he goes to the mechanics bathroom. And he shaves and he sheds a few more things before getting to the airport. I'm buying a plane ticket to miami well don't you have a bit of miles mr unger the gate attendant says <laughs> which is then, the running joke through the movie is his yeah. is this I, different identities
1: <laughs> I, I picked it i picked up what they were on the second one i didn't think about it for this one i, I immediately got the theme on the second the first
0: one. time and then the second time i caught a second one but i don't know all of them and then there's like nine of them through the movie mm-hmm.
1: But but did, you, caught, did you catch the theme?
0: Uh TV TV characters.
1: Yeah. I thought so I, they were TV Archie, dads at first. I got Archibald and
0: George Jefferson, but I mm-hmm. don't know the rest.
1: Archibald Bunker. Yeah. Um Unger, I think. Uh I think that's one of the guys from the Odd Couple. Unger. Okay. That's the first one. But it took me till the it took me the second name for them to for me to realize, oh, he's got a theme. Which I always wanted to do if I wrote like a crime thing. I wanted a group of four people that like rob banks together, and they always pick four significant characters. Like they up in the bank, they're like, All right, Leo, you got that vault open yet? Give it, give me some time, Donnie. Raph, <laughs> Raph get back to the opening. And they just always pick four That's pertinent funny. characters.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so then we see Fastbender on the phone, and we hear, How could this have happened? It's unprecedented. It happened. Is that what you suggest I inform the client? it happened? Is that a problem? Obviously it's a fucking problem to say the least. The window of opportunity is closed for now, uh, for I don't know how long. Jesus fucking Christ. I'll offer to make it up as right as humanly possible. I'll tell him we'll do whatever is necessary. Let me know when you... C- and Fastbender hangs up and destroys the phone.
1: <laughs> so I know right then he knows the normal protocol and mm, he's, yeah. he can tell he's like already frazzled about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And while on the plane, he notices a guy in a suit and shades up in first class look at him. And afterwards in Miami, uh, in the Miami airport, when in, moving through to his next flight, he sees the same guy again, then again at his gate. And like, this was too much of a coincidence. So Fassbender gives up his seat because the flight was overbooked. How is how was that legal? And, <laughs> and we hear the gate agent say, thank you so much for agreeing to give up your seat today, Mr. Bunker. This entitles you to a room voucher this evening and free drink tokens on your flight tomorrow. You'll fly out first thing in the morning and it's a direct flight to Santo Domingo. So this
1: one's all in the family. Yes. Okay. Arch- it's Archibald. Archibald I, Bunker. He, he ever gave me that idea, I'd have been like, <laughs> like Archie Bunker? That's funny.
0: <laughs> he would have just looked at you. <laughs> <Blink>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> next time i go to take a break <laughs> oh i got oh. shot by silencer pop <laughs> uh
0: so i thought about this right so from france from paris to miami and now he's gonna fly from miami to dominican republic right but yeah the second flight is under a different name like it wasn't a connecting flight it was two separate flights because the second flight is under a different ID. I
2: think he's picking up Mr.
0: Unger. And then the second one was uh, Mr. Bunker. Yeah. I think he's picking up
1: different tickets. Like he's not even doing full connection flights. Like he's being a different guy in the airport.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So the fact that this dude ended up on the the same other flight was too much of a coincidence. So Mm -hmm. I, I get it. I, yeah. I get being paranoid about it. it also makes... he looked at him. Yeah. He looked at him funny.
1: So I, I get it. Yeah, I mean he the, the people he works for, he he probably knows how efficient they can be. So Yeah.
0: And he he knows he's not the only one. Yeah, he can't be <laughs> the only assassin. But yeah, so uh then we see him at his hotel room for the night, get room service delivered, and he places a glass on the door handle and the metal plate uh cover from his food he he puts under. And so, like, the glass would fall and clang on the metal food yeah. cover. Um,
1: Immediately enough to wake most people up.
0: Yeah. And he takes the steak knife and he goes and posts himself up in the corner in the chair and turns the lights out. So he's paranoid as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Fastbender arrives at Santo Domingo, gets a rental jeep and heads off to a secluded gated property by the coast, right? When he gets there he sees boot prints and cigarette butts on the ground and he starts to silently freak out. And like this man <laughs> like so once again, we spent twenty minutes listening to him Yep basically talk about essentially how he's not human and he's 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 a he's a machine, he's a he's an calculated instrument and can't have any emotions, yada 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 and like he sees these boot prints and these cigarette butts and like you can see it on his on his face cuz he doesn't say anything but he loses his shit and he immediately pops open the glove box pulls out a gun hops over the gate and like the run he does he does the strongest white man run
1: no he's 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 steady he is yeah. ready to get in there look and like it's not like
0: I don't know why I, f- I thought the run was so funny. Like it's not the way CJ runs from San Andreas.
1: Like no, he uh, he he had that he had that uh, straight. He had that Forrest Gump gait. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it was.
1: His back was straight. <laughs> yeah, it was just up and down like. <laughs> or like like
0: like the, the the terminator run the or not the terminator the,
1: <laughs> the,
0: uh, the, the T1000 Yeah, the T1000 run That's exa- <laughs> look, that's what I mean by by the strongest white man run
1: <laughs> Put up put the T1000 versus uh Forrest Gump. Oh man. See who makes tracks. Versus Michael Fastbender. Just... <laughs> Michael Fastbender. <laughs> Oh my God! I apologize. <laughs>
0: it's okay. If friend were here, he would have made the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he hops over the gate, he runs in, and like then he sees more boot prints on the ground, and like uh, when he gets into the house, like there's music playing, and he see he finds blood and broken glass, and like there's a knife missing, uh, but there's no body. So. You know, he uses his brain since there's no body because, you know, they would just shoot and leave. They wouldn't dispose of the body because it's pretty hidden. What's
1: the the point of fighting it?
0: Yeah, no one's going to track him down. So also he knows that they were coming for him anyway. Yeah. So, Fastbender heads to a hospital and he goes up to an ICU room and we see a woman unconscious in the hospital bed and a guy in a chair next to her, who is the woman's brother. And he stops Fastbender and tells him not to talk so she doesn't hear his voice and wake her up because she needs his sleep. And he says, they're monitoring for internal bleeding. She just had a second transfusion and is on heavy pain meds. And like, dude says the woman was attacked by two people uh one a woman they weren't disguising themselves and it wasn't a robbery during the assault uh she was able to stab the man and jump through a plate glass window and hid uh hid in the jungle until they left in what looked like a green taxi then he says look she knows there are things she can and cannot say if anyone comes asking all this time you've been very kind to my sister she loves you i've learned not the pry, but this they came for you and they weren't about to leave a witness. To which our boy responds with, uh, Marcus, I promise, I swear to you, nothing like this will ever be allowed to happen again. That's some strong words. Not yeah. Just,
1: like, my boy, yeah. my boy, listen. Yeah. like My not, boy, listen. <laughs> he didn't just say
0: it ain't going to happen again. He said it will never be allowed to happen again. Like, that's some strong. Yeah. Mm. And then, like, when he said that, you hear, like, a slight thunder rumble in the distance. And he yeah. even says it on the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so, like, I love that little touch. It will mm-hmm. never be allowed to happen again.
1: She she go, she she going to go be, so, she go be so safe. If she ever hits herself in the knee, I'm going to go shoot somebody. <laughs> Who did it? Who made this? Who made this credenza? <laughs> My girl stubbed her toe on it. Oh, Lord. Hope the Amish are safe. <laughs> the Amish like, please don't kill us. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: so. <sighs> Yeah, so later on, we see the doctor come in and tell Fastbender that she's well enough to travel, and she'll be moved to a hospital in Punta Cana as arranged. Then he tries to pay the doctor off, and she just rolls her eyes and walks off.
1: She's like, no, white man, we ain't doing like that. Look, what... what, what... She can already tell he probably has a, some, a lifestyle, and that she just doesn't want to be a part of it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like she already knew that he. This is his fault, some way, somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't need this on my soul. So like
1: we'll we'll move her to the hospital. We ain't got to, We don't have to have a transaction other than that. Bye. Yeah. And the
0: injured woman wakes up and tells him that she didn't say anything. She pushed through all just so she could see him again, and like you could see on Fastbender's face, like. This just adds like more heaps of burning coal to his soul, mm. like he doesn't say much, but like when he's like nervous or like emotional, the camera starts to shake
1: it's subtle too and
0: and like the thing about it is that's something with fincher his his movies the camera never shakes, it's always still, and it's always like on purpose like. Like he, there might be zooms and stuff, but it usually doesn't move too much. So, like, I don't know who came up with the idea, if it's him in the cinematographer or what, but they did it in post. So, like, the camera was always on a the dolly. There was never any shaky cat or, like, mm-hmm. uh, what's it, when the dude's just carrying the camera around. It was always on a dolly. But I guess they had the idea afterwards, and in post they made it shake Whoa. in, like, his emotional moments or when he was, like unsure or anxious or whatever that was kind of neat uh so no, like i think
1: they did that in fight club oh that's his movie. now they think about it
0: i haven't seen fight club in well over
1: oh no i i think i watched the, the the second time i watched it was like maybe like six eight months after it came out and i've seen it just in like little parts and pieces when it's on tv or something mm-hmm. but i haven't watched it in years i ruined fight club for a rule of people <laughs> back in the day um i literally I walked in and all my friends were like watching Fight Club. I I had to go, but I was dropping something off and I had to go see my girlfriend. I did not feel like staying with the white people and watching the movie. And um, I was like, oh, is this that Fight Club movie? And they're like, yeah. Did you hang out? So I watched like that just initial scene of him like talking to somebody and then you see Brad Pitt kind of pop up for a second. And I just go, is Brad Pitt like not real? Yeah. Like just off of seeing that one spot, I was oh, like... you
0: had not seen the movie yet?
1: I had not seen the movie. Oh. And I just went, it it's is Brad this is like this is like the year it came out cuz they just got the, DV, or the the VHS tape from the video store. Yeah. And I just went is Brad Pitt like not real. And uh my friend goes, "Hey, weren't you going to go?" <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna take off." <laughs> it was like six people in room. I ruined the movie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I I felt kind of bad, but
0: <laughs> I would've been the friend, "Weren't you going to go?" <laughs>
1: yeah weren't you uh where you take you supposed to take off right
0: standing in the back like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny now though <laughs> uh, so,
1: looking at me like 50 cents hanging from the ceiling
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh then we get the quintessential pissed off assassin of scene of him uh digging up his stash of weapons and passports in the yard yeah so we you know shit's about to get real
1: I don't know why some of those guys don't just keep like a stash of that in the house. Just simple. Right.
0: It's just like, like, what you doing? like you ain't got two guns in the house. Yeah. You gotta go dig them up.
1: Okay. <laughs> dig them up, bust some concrete, you know, <laughs> go to a storage space that nobody knows about. Like all this, like just, just keep it simple.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he heads to the airport and finds the green taxis then he heads to the company headquarters that night and tricks the guy into letting him in uh, before we see the guy tied up on the floor while Fastbender searches the logs to find out who took the fare of the, the hitman he's hunting. Then we see him at a shipping store sending a package to a Dolores at the office of E. Hodges Esquire in New Orleans and checking the box for, for signature required.
1: I, I, I gotta hand it to him. This scene was really good. It had all the makings of a of a heist movie. Him getting into the office, yeah, like just every every one of these like little moments was like pretty cool. So for that rate, it would be delivered
0: two days from now. End of business, Mister Madison. <laughs> uh, the clerk reads at his uh, credit card. <laughs> he's got loads of them. And then next, Fastbender is uh, staking out the taxi company from his jeep. When the driver he's looking for arrives, he tails him. Then he goes and gets a ride from him. The whole time, he's narrating and reciting the rules to himself, getting himself Sorry, back Leo. in the zone, right? And uh, in the car, Fastbender pulls out a gun and taps it on the partition, and the driver starts to panic. Tell me about your big fear three days ago, Leo. Oh. Leo manages to pull himself together, and he starts explaining that he picked up the freak and the lady from the private airport after a slow week. They told him a round trip, and they showed him a private property way in the jungle to take them to, and they were gone for an hour. Uh, they came back after sunset. The dude's leg was all bloody and fucked up, and they made it back. Made him take him back to the airport. And Leo says he'll tell Fastbender anything. He just doesn't want anything to do with them or him, and he'll leave the keys and get out right now. That was Fastbender shoots him in the back of the head. No, like
1: <laughs> that. As soon as he was like, "I'll get out," I was like, "Shut up,
0: shut up." I mean, it was a wrap anyway. Mm-hmm. But poor Leo. And then he takes his radio. I mean, I guess to make it look like a robbery. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's funny
1: because he had said, you can get anything, man. You, yeah. I'll give you money. I, you know, I know I'll give you a radio. radio. <laughs> he literally says, "Like, you can have the radio. Yeah. He's like, mm, that'll make I it look like a robbery. He,
0: he already handed him the wallet. So yeah. when he left, he left with the wallet and the radio. So, yeah, yeah, that checks out. Uh, then we see Fastburn getting to the airport and checking in. And we're all set, Mr. Cunningham. Have a nice, pleasant trip. <sighs>
1: Uh, Cunningham The uh, Happy Days Okay <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, He's This whole But the whole That whole sequence is Just cold Yeah
0: So cold Poor Leo He's the The only one I wanted to make it
1: Well yeah But he didn't He really didn't do anything
0: Yeah That's yeah. why
1: I felt Kind of rough about that one Yeah It makes certain things That happen in the movie Kind of like Really
0: Yeah Especially what happens Later on I'm like oh, Yeah
1: Aw. Like really, all that well, Leo Leo parents can't even afford to put him in the ground. Boy, <laughs> yeah,
0: but I guess he's a loose end because he knew he knew the story, right? Or at least knew enough.
1: Yeah, he gave you what you needed to know.
0: But yeah, ah, New Orleans, lovely human, New Orleans, a thousand restaurants, <laughs> one menu. <What?
2: laughs> Everybody in New Orleans
1: just stood up, like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man, <laughs> the whole city watching this movie on Netflix this weekend. Like, yeah, <laughs> Keith Lee, like, I know where to
1: go next. <laughs> We're in New Orleans, I'm gonna I check it out. The, the, the
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do the Zoom.
1: <laughs> I love the pause where it he pauses. And he's like, full disclosure, I just want to say this other thing right quick, but I forgot <laughs> to say it. I don't feel weird. Go back to the car, record it cause it's nighttime now. <laughs>
0: I saw I saw a TikTok or something the other day. I lost it before I could share it, where a dude was, like, pretending he was, like, the restaurant dude. And then he saw, and, like, he hands the guy some food. And then he sees him go, go into the car, set up a camera, and start talking. And he's like, oh, shit. And he starts to panic. <laughs> and like his antics when he was in the car i was weak
1: <laughs> you, you saw the mcdonald's one did you I, I don't think so it, it's like just a white guy you know like doing the, the bit with himself he's just like he's like what did you just do like oh that guy wanted to mcflurry but i told him the machine was broken dude that was keith lee like <laughs> and it wasn't it's keith it's mcdonald's and he just, and he just like picks up and says, hey guys i'm at mcdonald's i'm gonna give one two ten <laughs> I, they uh said the mcflurry machine was not working. But I know that that's not true, and they have them in the front, and they have them in the case in the back. So that's a negative eight point one. Do not go to McDonald's, (laughs) and you just you just see both of them looking in terror. I was like, this is a good impression of him too. Oh man! It's like I will not go. I will not be going back to McDonald's. uh, Rated a negative eight million. I was like, no. I pay for my food like anybody else.
0: (laughs) I do not want special treatment. That's why I send my family in there while I wait in the car. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we good old professor Hodges convinced me to quit studying law and try skirting it. So they don't really touch on it. It's no. just this one line that lets you know that his law professor turned him into an assassin.
1: Like, how do you figure that out?
0: Yeah. Hey, this kid might be a sociopath. Uh, <laughs> He's in good physical shape.
1: Like, hey, I like the way you shot that rubber band with your finger. <laughs> and how often does he do this? Like, yeah, he
0: has to have different recruiting methods because once you meet the other two assassins, like mm-hmm. none of the same. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that's why that's funny. How, like, how
1: well do you deal with being bored?
0: now <laughs> Oh, uh, that, That's a whole other podcast episode is Assassin Pickup Lines. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Fastman arrives in New Orleans and uh, picks up a rental van, takes it to a storage unit to prepare. Uh, then he goes to a hardware store and hires some Hispanic guys to go in and pick up the equipment he'll be needing, including a large recycle bin, and pays and tips them in cash. Then uh, we see that he's disguising himself as a recycling man, and he gets the, the FedEx guy, the FedEx guy that he technically sent. <laughs> uh to allow him to scoot in with them, since the the building he's sneaking into uh you need to get buzzed in once they verify you on camera right yeah i didn't catch that the first time i watched a movie that he sent the fedex guy like that whole little scene i didn't realize what he was doing yeah and he even checks like needs a signature and so of course like they ride up the elevator together cuz unbeknownst to the FedEx guy like this is all planned and when they get to the fourth floor Fastbender pretends to look at the floor directory while the FedEx guy gets buzzed in and like Fastbender uses this to count how long it takes the door to close then he pretends yeah. to drink some water while uh from the water fountain while the FedEx guy leaves and then as he gets on the elevator just in time Fastbender uh stops the door from shutting and then he reaches into his recycling bin and pulls out the case he got from Home Depot whatever in a handgun.
1: <laughs> do, 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 do.
0: <laughs> Real doers do. Or is that their slogan? <laughs> uh, something like that, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So the secretary Dolores immediately recognizes Fastbender and starts the panic. Uh, She brings him into the boss's office, Edward Hodges, Esquire. Uh, And Fastbender pulls out some zip ties while uh, he gets him tied up. And Hodges protests, "Let me get my uh, his voice, not his voice, but like the way he speaks, so it's hilarious." Because
1: oh no, he's an he's black people will understand
0: this. <laughs> like just hearing his his mm-hmm. cadence it
1: is condescending yes. immediately Yeah like thank you for
0: explaining it you use better words than i would have used
1: just flat <laughs> out like condescension from the jump this look, man has a gun in your face and look, you're just like it's not my fault that he, you're a dummy like he's what
0: the, the- he's the, the 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 old black man that like worked hard for everything he got and now he just knows he's better than you because mm-hmm. like there was like the chip on his shoulder and now he's just like he knows he's distinguished because he worked to get there
1: he built like, his own ladder he yeah. used it to climb the top and then he pulled it up broke it up and yeah. burned it in his fireplace
0: <laughs> yeah. so picture that guy talking good god what could you possibly be thinking coming here this is very unlike you, my friend. Care to explain yourself? Because I can't conceive of anything I could offer that could be worth the risk of exposure you're risking right now. Insanity. There's no other word for this. Insanity. Surely you can't be angry at me. <laughs> and like Hodges continues and Skull's fast bender for going home. Uh, you went home? How, how could you have? Realizing my hands were, you had to have known, you must have, that I had no say in the matter going forward and still you went home? And the fast man is like, who are they? And he's like, who are they? First of all, who cares? I barely glanced at the invoice, which, if I must say, is very much beside the point. The consequences, when someone's wide of the mark, are automatic. However regrettable, there's an obligation to the client and calling. I was forced to make amends to a very, very, very powerful man. Never in my wildest imagination did I think you'd actually go home. So let's dissect that. (laughs) So emphasis was on you went home and he also said that he had to do it kind of thing you
1: know he had to do it to him <laughs> yeah
0: like because you messed up there's protocol in place that that means you had to die but you went home so i sent assassins to your house because i assumed you knew better than to go home so like It all sounds,
1: like, disingenuous.
0: Yeah, so in Hodge's eyes, he's like, I tried to help you out, even though he's the one who sent the assassins. Yeah. (laughs) I tried to help you out because you should know better than to go home because you should know that once you mess up, like, you got a hit on your head. You should have just disappeared. That's how it works. But then you went home. (laughs) But also, he kind of said it without saying it or no he kind of spelled it out that he sent the assassins yeah like as you said he didn't have a choice his hands were tied this is how i made things right by by telling the client that you'll be taken out basically right yeah <laughs> so as he talks Fastbender pulls out a nail gun uh, from the case <laughs> And he shoots through Hodges' laptops. Then Fastbender stares around the office and like asks for his backups because he knows he got backups on on everybody and everything, and they got to be in the office because uh, Hodges don't trust nobody, and he don't and he won't trust the cloud either. And like <laughs> Hodges is like, "Who do you think you're trying to intimidate? There's no upside. The only logical choice for you is to turn around right now and walk out that door, go embrace <sighs> your next life, and like even."
1: So you got plenty of money. You should just get yeah, out of here.
0: Not just you got plenty of money. You have plenty of money. No thanks to me. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, real. Like he's still crediting himself while he's chastising this man. Telling him he needs to go. When he the one tied up?
1: Yeah. I, you, gotta love, you gotta love somebody tied up who is talking shit.
0: Yeah, Dolores tied up in the bathroom, just like, look, I'm about to die. This man won't shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, then Fastbender shoots three nails into it in the Hodges' chest, <laughs> like real smooth. His pop, whole,
1: pop, pop. this part with his methodical, like, okay, got three nine-gauge nails in his chest. This shit chest. is funny. He should last six or seven minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah he's a, he's a 180 he's, pounds yeah. non-smoker
1: he's just thinking about like you know three nails in the chest shouldn't be too bad for this guy and what happens? he's like look
0: just give me the information you got you got time and I'll hit the I'll call 911 for you and Hodges falls over and dies like almost immediately
1: because he has three nails <laughs> has in his chest he's chest. bleeding out yeah, like, like who, who told you this? for the
0: second time in the movie is like shit <laughs>
1: Like, I would have believed I would have believed him. Like I would have believed that he knew what he was talking about if he had shot one what? nail in his upper arm look, or something. Look, I'm an idiot. <laughs> dead in his chest.
0: I'm an idiot. I, I saw the three nails go in, knew he was dead, and then he started explaining the science behind it. I was like, Oh, okay, he got time. And then he killed over and died, and I was <laughs> I was just Pikachu <laughs> with the shock face. <laughs> So is he. <laughs> but he said he was 180 pounds and a non smoker. <laughs> Me and Fastbender are like, oh. <laughs> and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So then Dolores, who's tied up in the bathroom, tells Fastbender she'll get him uh, what he needs, but he has to promise to make her death look, look a certain way because her kids will need her insurance money. Yeah. Technically she, this goes against uh yeah the, the rules though, right? That's empathy. But yeah. we're already
1: we're already like knee deep yeah, we into in <laughs> into revenge, which yeah. is also a feeling. We're
0: already breaking rules, so why yeah. why not? Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: there's a point at which she grabs some medication off yeah, of the wall I and I was like oh is she going to kill herself oh that's terrible and I think she thought it over because you see it thrown on the floor later Yeah, I think she thought it over like if I die like this yeah, my kids won't get my insurance money
0: yeah that had to be it because I didn't catch that I, I caught her that she grabbed the medication mm-hmm. but it didn't nothing came of that so but I didn't see that it was thrown on the floor
1: mm-hmm. like she, uh, she thought that shit through like uh, I got yeah. the wrong I got the wrong thing
0: she had just enough time cuz she knew that Hodges was dead like she she knew what time it was but Hodges was so arrogant that he was like "No, nah, I'm going
1: to talk myself out of this Hodges if- Hodges is up in heaven right now trying to walk his way to the front of the line with St Peter <laughs> Look you know Get out of it, my way I've got to talk to St Peter about this Oh look, you ain't even supposed to be here so uh I'm not going to say no names
0: <laughs> Look there there's a there's a certain old black man of a certain age in my life that that I know right now how his face would look in this situation. <laughs> like, like, I love it. I love him. I love him. I'm not. I mean, I'm making fun, but like, it's out of love. Like, he he would he would be that. Like this line is taking forever, and he's up there. Like,
1: I'm gonna go up there. <laughs> yes, I'm going up there. Oh I'm spend man, spend eternity in this line. <laughs>
0: It just it just dawned on me that Hodges at some point turns to Dolores and is like, I promise you it'll be all right. <laughs> With one thousand percent certainty. Meanwhile Dolores knew she was dead when this man walked in the door. <laughs> Dolores. She, started, she started hyperventilating immediately. <laughs> oh shit. shit. <laughs> Oh man, so, so yeah, so uh, <laughs> Hodges is dead, <laughs> uh, and uh, so he agrees to to help Dolores out, and he loads Hodges' body and his equipment into the recycle bin. Ah, that's what it's all for. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and like they head out. Uh, to Dolores' house. And like while in the elevator, a guy gets on and he makes a joke, need any help, get rid of that body? And Dolores lets out the most nervous <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and that I, was so good. I watched it twice and I couldn't tell how to read it. Like, obviously it's a joke, but also she played it perfectly because I couldn't read it because it was like, the wh- awful nerves. was she scared? Was she like genuinely laugh? And like she was scared, but she still kind of laughed. But then she stopped herself from laughing because right. Fastbender's right there. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! Like I snorted. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> so Fastbender pulls uh, the van into her garage, and like uh, she gets some information uh, he needs for the two subcontractors and the client that hired them, right? And on the way out the room, fastbender quickly snaps Dolores' neck Or once she reached the top of the stairs so the body fell down to the bottom, making it look like she slipped and broke her neck. Keeping his word.
1: He, which, he gave her he gave her the quick and easy. Yeah, just a pop
0: <laughs> She was dead before she hit the ground. Which that was that was empathy. Anyway. Yeah,
1: letting her letting her kids get the money is full yeah. on empathy anyway. Yeah. Uh,
0: which also, so I mentioned it before and I'll, I'll go through it again at the end. The movie teeters back and forth between, is he a robot or is he a human? Like, is he this instrument for death or is he an actual human with feelings and emotions? And there's a clear answer, but it just, it keeps going back and forth. But yeah, so then we see and hear what the narration that he chopped up Hodges' body and scattered it around in pieces. If you don't want a puzzle solved, remove a piece or two, scatter the rest. What's the expression? Measure twice, cut once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do that
1: applies here. That's right.
0: <laughs> but it was like, as he said that, you saw like the hacksaw come out. <laughs> so once again, like that was him like trying to make a joke.
1: <laughs> barely. It's like I mean, that's, ba- that, barely. that's not where this goes. <laughs> right?
0: doesn't quite apply anyway <laughs> uh <laughs> you're not building something anyway uh yeah so after he drops off uh, the avis vent- rental van and picks up a hertz rental car he heads to florida all right she's all yours mr kincaid <laughs> <sighs> kincaid is uh do i know this one is that is that the nanny
1: i'm not sure i'll let it go well, here let's partridge family I know that one. Uh, no, I wouldn't have known that one. Reuben Kincaid. Mm.
0: So, yeah. Ah, the Sunshine State. Where else can you find so many like-minded individuals outside of a penitentiary? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Just, Just pop, pop, rude. <laughs> Shots fired. Just rude. <laughs> if our one person listening in Florida is who I think it is, they're going to take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> she does not like florida jokes <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah so fastman and draws past the address during the day real quick and notices they have a giant dog then he goes and buys some meat then he tells them that night to a casino slash strip club <laughs> and uh of the three guys uh he sees one has a limp then he heads back to the house and waits for them to get home and like Fastbender watches, oh, Fastbender's watches beeps because his heart rate is high and he scoffs and he takes it off <laughs> and he uh, heads out. <sighs> so, this dude, this is the brute, right? The one that really did the assaulting of his girlfriend and like got stabbed in the leg. Yeah. This guy is played by Salah Baker. Guess who he is? He's the dude that played like the main Urukai dude. And Sauron in a not Saruman, Sauron in a Lord of the Rings. Oh, god, yeah, that's crazy. You remember how in Lord of the Rings, the only the just that one, all the brown, brown actors were just orcs and Urukai, yeah, yeah. But like the big one, the big dude that we kept seeing, like the I think he's the Meat, meat back on the, on the back in the Menu. Yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, man flesh Uruk.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's kind of crazy because I was thinking the whole time like, man, this guy's doing a really good Aquaman impression.
0: <laughs> he, I tell you what, he looks young as shit cuz he was a full-grown man. Yeah.
1: Like in my, that 2001 was 2001
0: when when this came out. That and was like,
1: my image of the guy. He was like just a a young loose cannon kind of dude.
0: Yeah. And, like, I didn't realize it was him. And here we are, uh, over 20 years later, and he still looks the same. Like, he still looks young.
1: He's still technically wearing a mask in a movie because of all that blood on his face.
0: Jesus. <laughs>
1: that, I, I'd have stopped the fight right then and been like, hey, man, wrong house. Look. We cool.
0: <laughs> Dang it. Salah Baker. Apparently he's been in a bunch of stuff, and I just didn't realize that was him. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, he threw down in that house. He he look, broke stuff like it wasn't even his place. Oh my
0: god! Like, look. So, <laughs> so fastman gets out, and like f- first he throws some meat over the fence at the dog. Like we saw him buying the meat earlier, preparing mm-hmm. uh, that contains some extra seasoning, and he <sighs> waits for it to do its thing, and then he slides into
1: the house. So he like okay, knocks the dog. So out. again. This dog doesn't even stay asleep as long as he thought it was going to be asleep.
0: Yeah, because he, he 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 even says it in the narration. He was like, "Okay, for a dog at a hundred and whatever pounds, uh, it would take this it, much Dory cloaks the Hydra, yeah, so whatever the hell." Like the a seventy pound dog
1: should go to sleep yeah. for at least eight hours. Yeah, and I was but, like, that dog looks is a clearly bigger. not seventy pounds." <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: like, "She looks a little bit
1: bigger." A little. <laughs> A little bit how did this guy make it through any of his jobs? It's
0: funny. It's so funny. <laughs> and like he's so sure of himself. And then when he like even when he second guesses himself, he kind of shrugs it off. she's just a little bit bigger. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Like that's how white people move through life. Yes. Or at they, least white men. I was like thinking, I was this. gonna
1: say, like he, he's had a veneer of whiteness to save him all these other times. Look. This time he just finally it's like the it, it real just, him shine through maybe yeah.
0: <laughs> man. He's just like, he knew he, but he went in anyway anyway. Yeah. Uh, he waits for to stop hearing the dog, I guess. And then he slides into the house and like a uh, fast, as fastbender moves through the house, like we hear the shower going and fastbender kind of gets distracted looking around and then he gets blindsided by the target. Uh, and like this, I said, this big Roman reigns looking motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I mean, he could probably be Roman Reigns' dad. Like, I didn't even. He just looks no, he's so definitely young. Definitely old
1: enough to be that Bruh, old.
0: He looks amazing for his age. Like, dude. Let me see if his if his uh, birth date is a uh, born seventy six. Holy shit, he's That's only... a year older than me. Wow, <laughs> what's that? 46, 47?
1: That's forty six. Uh, I I will be forty six this year so dang
0: so that means in lord of the rings he was 20 22 maybe something like that wow damn
1: that's a lot
0: yeah but still like he he looks maybe 35 in in the in his headshot right now hey anyway i'm gonna look shout out to him he drink a lot of water eat a lot of fruit yeah he he minds his business (laughs) goes through a life unbothered. but yeah so yeah so the fight starts uh, and man, they tear this house up. At one point, Fastbender grabs a glass bomb and smacks him with it. And then you just see him like, well, you don't actually see it happen. It just cuts to like the hallway, and Fastbender flies
1: through just the wall. <laughs> just taken out.
0: He threw, he, he threw this man. And then, like, the way the camera... Remember I told you the camera would be shaking whenever Fastbender was, like, yes. off his game? Mm-hmm. Every time dude landed a punch or a kick, the camera shook. So that, like, added to, like, how big he was.
1: <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> t- terrifying, really. Look,
0: so... Yeah, so like eventually they made it to the fireplace, and like Fastbender uh, gets a hold of a poker, and then he starts whipping the dog shit out of him. <laughs> and like the big dude falls back on an overturned table, because at this point they've been fighting for like five minutes. He falls on an overturned table onto the leg. Like, uh, yeah. And when you think about it, like they don't explic- explicitly say what happened to the girlfriend. I mean, I guess they kind of do but they it's easy to imply. miss Yeah, They imply it, right? They don't say the word, but they imply what, what happens, uh, especially later with the uh, tilde. So taking that Ugh. into consideration, the fact that he just landed on a table leg, is, I guess that's supposed to be like the cosmic
1: retribution. That's pretty good. Actually. Yeah. I didn't think about that that way,
0: but also that's... he is such a monster. That he pulls himself up off of it and pulls it out like a splinter, Uh, and like, and it's not like it didn't get him because he gets up and then you just see blood pouring. Oh no, he's, (laughs) but he's still going. Not only is he still going, he re he finally realizes who he's fighting, and he's like, "Oh shit, is that the Dominican Republican?"
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dominican
0: (laughs) Republican. (laughs) <laughs> and, like, and, like too he much starts, he starts talking shit and like Fastbender had like when he fell onto the table leg Fastbender ran away and he was trying to find the gun that got smacked out of his hand in the beginning of the fight and like he runs through a bathroom and into the bedroom and he slams the door behind him and the big dude the florida man is is on his tail even though he's like you know losing blood and then he gets close enough to the door and once Fastbender gets the gun that he shoots through the door, then kicks it open and like dudes on the ground. Now he got shot twice. And then he finishes him off with a headshot and like the bullet, like goes through his head and cracks the toilet, but it also (laughs) wakes up the dog. (laughs) Yeah. That worked real good. (laughs) So I guess that's the answer. It was only asleep for, was that 10 minutes?
1: Yeah. Maybe Uh, 15, depending. So this big ass,
0: it was it Pitbull, big ass Pitbull comes charging in. And Fastbender hauls ass, <laughs> the music changes and everything, hauls <laughs> ass uh, back outside. He just manages to get through the gate before being mauled, right? And then he pulls out a Molotov cocktail that he left there earlier, lights it, and throws it into the house, setting it on fire, and like leaving the dog behind Big Man. The dog is safe, though. It's yeah. not going to go into the We don't have to
1: put this on that website. But,
0: so look, I'm going to say it. two things. I'll say the the easy thing first. Remember, is he human or is he a cold-blooded killer, right? I mean, he's, he's a killer, but, you know, if he's a, a robotic instrument like like he pretends to be, and the fact that he purposely like, he made precautions to keep the dog alive, and then yeah. when that fell through, he still didn't shoot the dog. He didn't hurt the
1: dog. So a cold-blooded he, dude would have just... Yeah, would have killed... yeah
0: okay just
1: that's another now, point i, I that agree bucket. with that it would just been like pop pop no dog yeah. having said walk through the fence
0: having said that if i was in fast position and white people are about to stop listening to this podcast right here and now i apologize <laughs> i would have shot the dog <laughs> look i'm so, look i got somebody <laughs> in my friends list like i i lo- look look I low get mad because she's done this before, where she just straight up says, I just saw this movie, The Dog Dies. And I'm like, hey, yo. like you know me, I don't like it. You know any... the website. You've seen I it. I don't know if it was a the website. There's a website does the... they'll, does, called Does the Dog Die? No, I'm like, I believe it. If there's a website that was is DMX in jail, I believe that there's a website. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, DMX. Uh, <laughs> I hope that website is now like a memorial for him. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah like i hate spoilers in movies so much i don't want to know nothing even so if you even tell me that dog dies i get mad not because that the dog died but because you just gave me a spoiler for the movie
1: yeah now now i have to think about when it's gonna happen
0: yeah yeah like uh don't tell me that the movie has a twist
1: yeah yeah because now i'm you can tell me if you thought the movie was good yeah that's it you can even tell me you can even tell me Hey, Michael Fassbender is good in that. Yeah, that's it.
0: But if you tell me a movie got a twist, then I am expecting the twist, and I am going to think the opposite of what I am. Look, anyway, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't care if the dog dies. I am sorry. I am. I might be a horrible person.
1: I've had a. Uh, I so I am from Richmond County, North Carolina, and that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. But if you've never heard of it, that's because it is Richmond County, North Carolina. There is no reason for you have heard of it, and. <laughs> My parent, my dad had a lot of cars in the yard. He had multiple trucks, and we had a lot of dogs. So I'm just kind of used to pets dying. I still cry. I get upset. But yeah, I'm you get used attachments. To, I'm used to pets dying. When we were burying one of the dogs, we had to pull it out from under a truck with a big piece of. We rolled it onto a big piece of plastic, like an old uh, like trash bag, and yeah. uh, we're carrying it, you know, to where we dug a hole for him. I was like, man. Buddy, you you smell. His name was Buddy. I was like, Buddy, you you smell. My dad looked at me like I was a monster. I was like, <laughs> what?
2: Like, I mean, I he smells smell. bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to. So I'm not completely de sensi- sensi- I can never say that word. He My sensitivity yeah. is fine. I'll be yeah. okay but like sometimes
0: dogs die yeah i mean i know you i mean i don't know if your father knew you, in this moment that dark humor grounds you but
1: uh, yeah <laughs> he, he gave me a look
0: Well, he yeah it was the... <laughs> look uh anyway i would have shot a dog i'm so,
1: like <laughs> i would have he... shot my gun enough to make the dog run away look, look, at I, least i'm not saying. i don't hate that's dogs that's a big dog
0: but i'm definitely the dude that's like i'm not coming in your house until you put your dog in a room or something if it's if it's a bigger if it's bigger than an ankle biter ankle biter i'm not i don't care and like I, if it was an ankle biter charging me i would just pick him up and put him in my pocket and left with
1: him oh no i've i've picked i've grabbed people's dogs out the air and just been like what we doing now
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh no like there's there's a lot to be said of a person that like doesn't like yeah. give their visitors that space. You're supposed to like make your dog chill. Look, a lot of people don't. I'm not look, a fan know, of that
0: either. You know that DJ Khaled meme with him leaning on the <laughs> the door frame looking real pitiful <laughs> and, and the caption is me waiting for you to lock your dog. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Look <laughs> And, like, if you ever see me with a big dog and my dog is, you know, just, like, head-butting my crotch and I'm, like, laughing, that's a nervous laugh.
1: Yes. I <laughs> understand that completely. Help me, nigga. Like, it's the
0: same But, yeah, I, I love animals, but I love animals from afar. Uh, I can deal with the chill ones, like cats and stuff up close. And, like, like I really love reading about them, watching them, but, like all I see is like worst case scenario when something comes close to me and if they're big enough or poisonous enough or something that can take me out, that's all I see if they're within proximity. Like like something little, like an ankle biter dog or a kitty cat, I'm good, I know I can win that fight. As soon as I can't win a fight,
1: <laughs> Worst case. scenario I'm, al- I'm always surprised when people have a big old dog and they first think oh he's harmless. I'm like, wrong. And that dog looking Evolution at Evolution says
0: no. Look, look, it's mouthing like try me motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's licking his lips. <laughs> but yeah, so uh shout out Fastbender for not killing the dog. He's yeah. better than me. Uh <laughs> then we see Fastbender catching a flight out. Uh, the gate agent checks him and notices all all his bruises. And he's like, welcome, Mr. Grant. Uh, we'll let you know as soon as your flight begins boarding. Homeward bound by hope. And that's like when he sees the bruises yeah. and shit. Uh,
1: who's Mr. Grant? Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Lou Grant uh, from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Would, have, okay. would not have remembered that.
0: <laughs> uh... And then on the plane, we see him sleeping, like, out. Like, he was, that fight wore his ass yeah. out. It wasn't that catnapping he was doing in the beginning of the movie. Mm-mm. He was, None of that.
1: <laughs> mouth was all open. <laughs> just, I love how nobody in the airport, like, oh, you're looking kind of rough. You all right? They just like, nope, we don't ask nope. those questions no more. No, nah. <laughs> Look, I my name is Bennett.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nice. And then um, we get an, immediately we get another one. On behalf of Enterprise, Mr. Malone, have a safe driving day. <laughs> uh, the cashier tells Fastbender as he picks up another rental car, right?
1: Yeah. He's got so many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Normally like, you see something like this, they have like one or two, and it's just like. Look, uh, I
0: thought there was like f- three, maybe four the first time I watched it. And then the second time when I was actually taking count, mm-hmm. there's so many. <laughs> I think it's like nine or something when we're done.
1: Oh, Sam Malone is from Cheers. Okay, Cheers. Ted Danson's character. I maybe should have known that one. Gotcha.
0: So uh, then he goes and stakes out his next target. A masseuse arrives and is there so long that Fastbender dozes off and eventually wakes up uh, at night when the masseuse finally leaves. Side note, (sighs) how long a massage lasts? Nah. What was he in there doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a little much. Uh,
0: And that joke is on purpose, too. Ain't no way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what she does in her off time get off (laughs) (laughs) podcast lame can't see me do that punch but but yeah eventually he he wakes up uh, when the masseuse leaves and the woman he's uh, waiting for Tilda Swinton comes out and she gets in the car like Fassbender comments in the narration Leo was right she does look like a (laughs) Q-tip Ah, it's funny. So he follows her to a fancy restaurant where she has a table for herself. And Fastbender swoops in and and grabs the person, snatches the gun out of it as he uh, sits down. And like Tilda quickly realizes what's happening, and she says, I've been good, or I was trying to, like, as I was watching the movie, I, I was reciting the lines with her, mm-hmm. and I was, like, getting the accent down, and I think it's all gone now. So, <laughs> I'm not gonna try too hard. So and I think it's me. a regular,
1: speaking voice, yeah, just a regular a little, speaking voice, which is a little, like, uh, it's not Cockney, I can't remember the regions, but it is a little a little different than your normal little kind of thing. Like,
0: it's not 100%, like, pinky-out British, mm-hmm. but I know what you're saying, but it's, like... I've been so good for so long. I'm suddenly regretting not having Hagen dazs with every meal. Side note I Googled how to properly spell Hagen dazs as if it fucking mattered because only the two of us have seen this.
1: I, I eat Hagen Dass regularly, but I eat their yogurt. <laughs> they have a delicious lemon yogurt that I kind of think is like one of the best things I ever ate. And I, 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 I learned it. two
0: things Hagen dazs had yogurt because when I was typing it in, You know, Google suggested Haagen-Dazs yogurt as, like, number two. And I was like, I didn't Mm -hmm. know they made yogurt. Two, the name Haagen-Dazs, the the folks who founded it, were from the Bronx. They were Jewish immigrants. And he just wanted a name that sounded Danish. Because they were making, like, (laughs) a (laughs) high-end... ice cream company they already had an ice cream company but they were getting priced out by all the big names so they're like okay well we're gonna do like gourmet ice cream fancier ice cream so we want a fancy name so we got a uh he picked he made up a name that just sounded like it would be that's pretty good from Denmark and like it it doesn't even make sense the way Danish words work either I never knew all that that's fantastic (laughs) anyway I
1: like that a lot
0: so uh, I'm suddenly regretting not having Hagendoss with every meal. And she goes, Tell me Hodges is dead. At least tell me that. Tell me he went horribly. <laughs> then she tries to get Fastbender to join her for a last meal, but he, he just looks at her. Nah. I'm assuming you already paid a visit to a certain overadrenalized Floridian. No loss there. If Fastbender continues to just look at her like letting her talk. For what it's worth, I would never have involved your female friend. What happened to her, I had no pardon. I objected to his methods and told him so. But you've seen him for yourself. How receptive. <laughs> uh, you get a name. <laughs> like, I guess she tried to make a joke. And She's trying.
1: You... He was not with yeah. it. Yeah.
0: But also, there's no way she would have known this. But as a viewer, it works. The joke works considering yeah. what the injury he took anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> so you you get a name you get an address nothing personal we've all had to work through the occasional civilian who's stood between our eyes and the prize and like Bro. tilda uh talks about how she was surprised how easy it was to do the job when she first started and tries to get Fastbender to join in on the conversation but he leaves her with the less you know the better and she goes, one man's cruelty is another man's pragmatism. And like Tilda scoffs and throws back another shot. And then, then Fastbender
1: says, you know, like that stuff you kiss under mistletoe is you kiss poison. But if you shit. Batman said it better than me. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> 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 Obviously but, that's not what happens.
0: But yeah, so uh <laughs>
1: She's so, trying to plead her case here.
0: Yeah, she's, she's trying. She's trying really hard to. And then she like she smiles at him and she starts telling the story. Because even though she's trying to plead her case, she's also figuring him out. Mm. And she goes, a hunter goes into the woods and he sees this grizzly. Biggest he's ever seen. He raises his rifle and he fires. The bear falls. The hunter rushes forward. But then to his surprise, there's nothing there. There's no bear. There's no broken twigs. There's no blood. And then suddenly, the grizzly throws this, this massive arm around his shoulders and explains, You took your shot. You missed. So either I feast, and the choice is yours, or I sodomize you. Naturally, the hunter chooses life. The next day, the hunter returns to the woods with a much bigger gun, and he spots the bear again. And he aims, he fires. The bear falls. The hunter charges no sign of the bear, until the bear is standing beside him, saying, you know the deal, Ah. and indignity ensues. The following day, the hunter treks back to the wood, this time with a bazooka. He sees the bear, lines him up in the crosshairs, fires. The recoil from the bazooka throws him backwards, and he looks up, as and as the smoke clears, and there's the bear standing above him, arms crossed, and the bear squints. You're not really out here for the hunting, are you?
1: Just <laughs> ridiculous.
0: And Fastbender sighs, and Tilda says, This could have been the hit and run, carjacking, me falling on the ice, and yet here you are. Why the risk? And he goes, Desperate for conversation. And she goes, I'm flattered, but no. You're here because you can't help yourself. Like that recent day <sighs> when you shouldered your weapon and somehow missed. Fassbender takes the last glass of alcohol from her and he downs it. And like the waiter comes and uh, she lets him clear the table. And then uh, she asks if they wouldn't happen to have any ice cream in the back. And then the waiter's like, I can get you a dessert menu. And then like Tilda looks at uh, Fassbender. Cause for a moment she thought she had him. Yeah. Cause when he grabbed that, that glass, like his composure broke and like, she thought the like the story got through to him, and she was like, "Okay, well, maybe I I, I kind of talked him out of it, and I could get this ice cream." And then he like kind of glares at her, and she's like, "Okay, now nah, I'm still about to die." Yeah. So she's like, "Nah, never mind, y'all yeah, can go." <laughs> so they leave the restaurant and they like walk by the river, uh, where they both agree is a good place for her to die, and she's still talking. Wow. She trying right. It? right? last minute spent knowing they're your last minutes i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy who come to think of it at this moment is you you'll remember our conversation you will when your time does arrive it won't be your eyes flashing before your eyes it'll be mine nah (laughs) i suppose it'll be the closest i can hope to come to haunting you (laughs) and like they continue and like tilda goes down some steps and then she slips and, like, there's snow and ice on the ground, and she's in high heels, so it makes sense. And, like, she reaches for assistance from Fast Bender, and she's like, help a girl out, won't you? And by the time you process that the arm he's raising towards her has a gun in it, he already uh, just shot her in the forehead, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, he was like, I'm done.
0: Yeah, like, I thought it was, he was about to help her out. And then by the time I was like, oh, that's a pop pop! <laughs> or just one pop. And then, like, her body falls down the steps, and then, like, with his foot... Like, he rolls her over, and then you see that she had a knife in her other hand. And he goes, trust no one. This is what it takes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that whole scene. I
1: I assume he didn't even, like, hide that. He just left her. Yeah, he just left her.
0: But, yeah, so now on a plane, Fastbender is on his phone looking up his final target. Uh, The client who put the hit out on him, Claiborne, a billionaire. And he's like, risky, this one considering how police tend to match their effort in direct proportion to the victim's net worth. Fuck it. <laughs> Once again, yeah. like, fuck it doesn't line up with your rules, buddy.
1: Not really. That not, not really at all.
0: But like you said, we already in it. Like We already on a revenge tour. So, <laughs> So the thing about real wealth is the more you've got, the harder it is to fade into the wallpaper. Of course, vanity plates don't help. Cause the motherfuckers license plate literally says Claiborne <laughs> and like Fastbender notices as he scouts the place. And like he, he tests trying to like slip into the garage. Right. Then he, uh, he heads to the fitness club. Claiborne went to thanks to the logo being on the gym bag, the driver placed in the Maybach's trunk. And then he like in there, he signs up for a free trial. And before the hijinks continue, he closes out a bank account in order to leave no loose ends in North America. Smart though. Yeah. And maybe that's why he he left the body, because he was already about to dip. The bank teller says, "Uh, your business with us is officially closed. With everything transferring to your Caribbean account, I do hope we can be of service to you in the near future, Mr. Jefferson. This is the other one I recognize, George Jefferson.
1: (laughs) It's an immediate, like, anybody at the bank that is uh, brown or older than 40 is like, that's a fake name. (laughs)
0: Then he buys a gun out of a dude's trunk and picks up a device from an Amazon Dropbox that lets him copy cards. I can Man. really get that off of Amazon. He can anyway. get it done. Right? <laughs> Fastbender heads back to the fitness club and he swipes in the attendant goes, Welcome, Mr. Hartley. First time with us, I see. Like, who's Mr. Hartley?
1: Oh, uh, I, uh um, I, I knew this one. No, I, I didn't know this one. I did. I thought I knew this. I had a wrong guy. Bob Newhart show. He's a character from the Bob Newhart show. I gotcha. thought. I I thought. I thought. What I thought was he was a person from Three's Company, mm-hmm. but it's not that at all. They broke my whole TV dads thing real fast. I was mad. Oh. I thought it was TV dads,
0: but there there are just dudes. There are TV. some TV
1: dads yeah. in there, but it's all just all all popular sitcoms. Gotcha. Thank you, Mister Simpson. <laughs>
0: After that he uh he swipes the access card uh of the janitor and he slides into the, the locker room and copies Claiborne's building access fob. And he goes, Who needs a Trojan horse when you have postmates? Because everything's eartight until the billionaire wants Densei watermelon.
1: <laughs> no, but like that was kind of weird. Like it was supposed to be a, like a really secure building, but anybody could go up in that mug. Yeah,
0: apparently, right. The little
1: <laughs> alarm would go off, nobody cared. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's wild because i bet you that's kind of how i mean i'm not about to find out but mm. someone being lackadaisical wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility right uh i see it all yeah the
1: time. but them just being used to the alarm going off all the time from somebody getting yeah. a delivery every other hour yep. yeah i could see it
0: so, Fassbender slips into Claiborne's building and gets into his penthouse and f- confronts the man that put the hit out on him and got his girlfriend assaulted. And Claiborne has no idea who he is. <laughs> All this stuff, you finally hear, you at the top of the mountain. And he's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> uh, and, like, Fastbender's like, I came to show you how easily I can get to you and to ask you, do you and I have a problem? And Claiborne is confused. Uh, so Fassbender slides into the Rolodex note with his name on it. And then Claiborne asks Fastbender to hear him out, because now he he remembers, <sighs> or now he realizes what's going on. Took him long enough. Yeah, and he basically says he harbors no ill will about anything that may have happened or may not have happened. After the incident, he received a phone call from Hedges, He's meaning Hodges, I, but yeah. He even a, remember the name. Yeah. Like, it means nothing to him. This is a billionaire asshole, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he asked uh, what is usually done in these situations. And like Hodges tells him in this very rare case, he might want to arrange for an insurance in case there's any blowback. So for an additional 150000 the trail would be scrubbed. And uh, Claiborne agreed to that. And he says, what I'm trying to say is, I, and I cannot express this enough, is I have no issue with you. Zero. So, pause. One, mm. fuck Hodges. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he, he didn't even have to say all that. But he's the one that, it's almost like he wanted to punish Fassbender, right? Yeah. Because, okay, now you done messed up my good name kind of deal, so I'm going to punish you. Because Claiborne didn't even, he didn't even know. He didn't even know.
1: No, like, it's like it was an afterthought. Yeah. And he was just like, I guess if that's what you do, yeah, that's sure. what you do. Yeah, sure, if that's
0: do. what you do, Sure. And then you know, so he paid some more money. He's a billionaire. It's one hundred fifty thousand.
1: Yeah. yeah. My thing is, if insurance was one hundred fifty thousand, what was the the initial thing? Yeah. Like you think it was like something substantial, and that this is a little bit of money comparatively. So yeah, I don't know.
0: What's the insurance on a rental car compared to what you pay for it? I don't know.
1: That's a good question. I don't remember. It's been I don't so know these long.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let it go. But yeah. So that's wild <laughs> that he he did all of this just to find out dude don't even know him and Hodges was just being the asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All this happened just because of that. But yeah, so uh fastbender believes him because he at some point in the narration he's like, All I need to do is see his eyes and I'll know if he's telling the truth. And, like, Fassbender believes him, and he warns that if anything happens, he'll be back, and you won't see it coming. Uh, He's like, maybe I'll leave a radioactive chip on your glass. <laughs> just, and he just tells him a couple of wild-ass scenarios to, like, fuck with him.
1: And he was like, all right. I'll roll up in your house, and I'll lick all the silverware, <laughs> and you'll never know. And you can't just go buy more silverware, because I'm going to lick the inside of the drawer, too. Go I'm gonna slide back in your penthouse, but this time I'm gonna bring
0: my buddy with me. His name is Method Man, and he gonna <laughs> he gonna sew your asshole shut and just keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding. You. <laughs> anyway, Fastbender's not that cool, uh, <laughs> and like Fast believes him, and like you know he heads out,
1: which smile. crushes me. Because yeah. what did Leo do? He, what
0: did Leo? He could have left Leo. He killed poor, poor Leo, who's just scratching and surviving. Leo like, probably had a couple on. kids. He's probably taking care of his mama. Kill like, Leo. What in Left the, world? the billionaire. Just come Look, on. Having said that, like, logistically, logistically, I understand, but I'm not happy about it. Nah. Because that's why he said, like, the cops care in proportion to how wealthy the victim right. is. Lito was not wealthy, and he was in the Dominican Republic. Like they, they probably didn't care. Just
1: they, it, they don't even have cops. They just put a different <laughs> light on the taxi and try to figure <laughs> it out.
0: Shit, uh, and like it, he made it look like it's just a random robbery, right? So they, they probably whatever. They just uh, file that in. Oh shit, happens. Uh, but if a billionaire ends up dead in his penthouse, you know, whole world gonna know about it. I get it. I get it. But just just the fact that the billionaire lived that started all of this, and yeah. poor little Leo who's just doing his job. Yeah. Like, I but, drove
1: a taxi. Lo-
0: logistically, understand, but it, it don't sit right with me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So... Now we at the epilogue, and like we see Fastbender in the Dominican Republic with his girlfriend relaxing, and we get the final bit of narration: the only life path, the one behind you. Oh. <laughs> if in the brief time we're all given, you can't accept this. Well, maybe you're not one of the few. Maybe you're just like me, one of the many. And then his eye twitches. <laughs> Cause once again. The like the the subtext of the movie is the movie plays with if he's this cold blooded like instrument of death or if he's an actual like a fucking sociopath, which is what being this like a a professional assassin has to be, or if he's an actual human with emotions. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. thing about it is that there's an answer. The answer is he's a human with emotions, and we see that. Time and time again, because he keeps breaking his own fucking rules, and he keeps yeah. reacting to stuff. Absolutely, and like, he has empathy. He has all these things, but he convinces him. Like that's why he he says the rules like a mantra, because he has to put himself into this mindset to get the job done to he has to turn himself into this pompous yes. asshole to, to cold blooded killer like all that shit that that goofy shit he like he has it's to just, inhale his own smoke to like, turn himself yes, into the killer absolutely that, killer. that. yeah <laughs> and i get it to an extent but it's so funny that like he's done this all this time and he's never fucked up and then he finally does <sighs> and it's like oh shit what cuz he 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 convinced himself that he he is that person. Yeah, absolutely. Meanwhile, he has a girlfriend that he actually genuinely cares for, and like, but nah, he is this cold blooded person that he he's not.
1: The, he's not. The only way to do a sequel to this movie is to go straight comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like he is somehow just bordering on being a bumbling idiot, mm-hmm. but still trying to be like Doctor Stoic. I'm in control.
0: Oh yeah, and like that's that's the that's when Tilda Swinton figured him out. Mm-hmm. And like, and she told the bear story, like he's the hunter. Like he, he didn't have to be here. He could have let it go, but he's trying to be this guy who he thinks he is. You could have taken your girl and got out. Yes. She got injured. Sorry. It happened.
1: The only person I would have been concerned about killing <laughs> yeah. is the guy that did the stuff.
0: I yeah, would have yeah. gone
1: I would have gone to Hodges and been like, You're giving man. me this information. Yeah. Or everybody's getting hurt. Yeah. You I, get just your need, information? I just information Florida you go man. you take and out said, Florida man. You'll
0: never see me again. Yeah. And this is why I understand I messed up. I understand the rules or the unwritten rules or whatever. I understand. But he didn't get me. He got my girlfriend. And yeah. then he did things to her. I am killing this man. And I and one way and either I kill him. Or I'm killing everybody. <laughs> so you make the decision. Yeah. Get, which, and like Which way is if, up? And even if Hodges wanted to be an asshole, Dolores ain't no. He I I would have waited till Dolores got off work and been like, hey Dolores, and she'd have been like, Look, I got you. Here.
1: <laughs> <Just, laughs> I'm not look, about to protect this man. Right? Look,
0: I don't give a shit. Like, let me get home to my kids. And he would have been like, All right, bet. And you know what? If he wasn't this this jackass <laughs> That's how the movie would've went. Yeah. But he 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 convinced himself that he's this dude. This 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 freaking <sighs> T what is it, the T one thousand or whatever. Like Yeah. He, <laughs> that's crazy. Cool. He's not and like that's the that's the comedy of it. That like that he isn't this cold-blooded killer. <laughs> I mean he is, but like, you know, he he doesn't have to be. He's not the the like the ideal the, the idea of it, that he created himself or he liked himself too, right? Yeah. And he kept trying to get there after he fucked up because he's like, no, I'm not human, I'm this thing. He, and- did, he, he did
1: a really good smokescreen of making us think he was like so much better at And this. that's
0: why we spent 20 minutes setting yeah. that shit up in the movie. I, I, a sixth of the movie is yeah. him setting up his persona. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This is like, I just take that meme of that. And I, oop, <laughs> the killer Netflix, 2023. <laughs> look,
0: I I think I got a, a, a couple that I was going to send, send you after we did the episode. <laughs> uh, well, as soon as we get off, I'm going to do it. But man, <laughs> look, <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> let's, let's have some fun. Uh, what's your favorite aspect of the movie?
1: I absolutely think the situation that uh like the initial setup and then the um other scene where he's kind of like getting all of the necessary components to do um to to shake down Hodges yeah. both of those things felt like just really well put together so yeah. the movie's really good at building a scene and like preparing like the world the world building is really good so i like that i like that a lot
0: that's his style yeah shouldn't have said he's not an auteur in the beginning (laughs) but yeah that's his (laughs) that's his style that's my favorite aspect too is just that like the the how methodical the whole movie was and then also how funny it was like just low-key funny (laughs) yeah and like i i picked up right away that it was just it was low-key funny like it was that dry dry humor and then on the second watch, I found even more jokes, and like now I'm just like,
1: <laughs> this is a comedy. This is like it's it very up comedy. It very much might as well be a comedy.
0: Like every like everything's almost a joke, and it, it's but it's so so well like layered in there. But yeah, what's your favorite scene?
1: I feel like the Hodges exchange and uh, is possibly it's in my top three but uh i guess like just just any of the any of the like sort of like almost heist like situations yeah where it's just like i need to get this and then this and then this i got you but um the just the opening where he's like just checking everything out so good i guess we haven't
0: i mean we had one that was like technically a heist i forgot which one it was but like we already established we love heist movies and we still haven't done one but yeah go ahead
1: (laughs) uh we uh, like the um, weirdest goofy thing is like this is one of those movies where like you could make a short film out of it by doing just up until he escapes in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like you could cut right there and that'd be your you you'd have a good short film. So I feel like the first scene is really really good. I got you. <laughs> or right or or you could cut it right where he goes. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> credits. credits. <laughs> Uh,
0: I, my favorite is, uh, the Florida man fight scene was fun, but I love the Tilda scene. Cause it's like, she's holding, Mar- she, she, she's slowly figuring him out as she just rambles. Right. And like, you could probably think that she's just kind of buying time, but really she's trying to figure out an angle to try and, you know, see if she can get out of it. And she's trying to figure him out. And then she does. And she holds that mirror up to him, and he's like, he breaks composure, and he just grabs the drink and <laughs> downs it. And she's like, got him. And then he's like, nah, you still going to die, though. <laughs> oh, God. And then he starts he starts trying to put himself back in the mindset, because when they were walking, he started to do the mantra again.
1: Yeah. She she nearly walked him out of it, but it was not, not going to happen. He was too <laughs> focused already. It was time yeah. to do the thing.
0: Yeah. Do uh, you have a favorite quote? Um, I don't think I do. Or I, I don't know off the top of my head. Not
1: particularly off the top of my head, now either. Um, yeah. But I just, just how quickly him telling me the mantra turns would go sideways <laughs> was always good.
0: Yeah. Should I do MVP character? Uh, we could wrap it all up into, you know, the next three all into one. So MVP character, favorite character,
1: and then which character are you? So I, I don't want to put him on any of them. <laughs> the main guy doesn't get to be any of them. Um, Oh yeah. We, I never actually
0: specifically said it, but they never give his name. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. he he He's he, credited he, as the killer and like Tilda Swinton's credited as the expert. The expert. Uh, yeah. And then the like, brute, the Lord, I think the brute is Florida man. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but, uh, I want to say, uh, shout out to Dolores. She, uh, she did her she did her best with what she had. Yeah oh, okay so she's the MVP for like getting getting it done.
0: yeah
1: um, I want to say as weird as it sounds um, my favorite character might be the expert mm-hmm. just because she was like I'm gonna give this a shot. Yeah. Why not roll the dice see where I'm at yeah <laughs> um, Also she uh, had the very low maintenance style of having a knife. Yeah. and i probably never talked to you about like psychopaths but one of the scariest things in the anime psychopaths isn't all the crazy shit that people while out and do it's the fact that the most dangerous two people in the show have a snub nose revolver and a a really small knife they are the <laughs> most dangerous people in the whole show one of them got a like seriously like a folding switchblade and the other guy has a 38 like they are terrifying for that reason um <laughs> But then um, I said my favorite was the expert. I'm um, <laughs> uh, possibly Hodges. This is like, fuck y'all. You don't come up in my house telling me what to do. I don't care if you tied me down.
0: Hold on, Dolores. We'll be out of this in a second.
1: I I I have been overconfident. Have you
0: lost your mind?
1: I have been overconfident in the past, so I can see me possibly. I don't get- care
0: how tie, how, how I'll you or how hard you tie these zip ties. <laughs> uh for me, MVP Dolores cuz even though she had the biggest freak out out of any character, she was still able to think through that. Yeah. And be like, "Look, all right. I understand what's happening. You're going to kill me regardless." So just please do it in a way that lets my kids get insurance money. And I'll give you what you want. That's it. That's yeah. it. Like we'll, we'll like, And she was still freaking out even after the fact, which is human. Yeah. But she was still managed to be like, look, my kids, just do this. That's it. Uh, favorite character, I guess Tilda Swinton. Yeah, T- Tilda Swinton, the expert, because she, I loved her whole little scene. Um, and which character am I? I think I was going to say Dolores. Uh, but I don't know if I'll keep cool. In a, I haven't been in that situation, so I can't say that. I don't want to say what I think. <laughs> I, might <be> <laughs> I might be the killer. I might be the killer. Like, in order for me to, like, do my job, I convince myself that this is what needs to be done and, and like, I don't, I don't have mantras to keep me myself going, but I, like, I'll turn things into games so I can do things I don't want to do.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Like, even, even I like
0: understand like that. editing the podcast, editing the podcast, I'll play little games and like do speed runs in like little chunks to try and like force myself to like get through it. And like I do shit like that at work too. Uh, mm. I'm working on a project. I'll like put on a timer. And, like, put on music and see how fast I can get through little chunks. But, like, it's not, like, a mantra. But it's still, like, I'm still trying to trick myself into doing things. Um, <sighs> I, I'm i not delusional, though. Like, I know I'm not where he is. He convinced himself he was. So maybe I'm not. But I am, like, man, I got this. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he's, I,
1: just, he's just looking in the mirror going, I am that bitch. Yeah. And
0: then I'm not, and I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, maybe. You know what? I'm Leo. Look, I was just, man, I just went just to work today. Know. I didn't expect, to, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want today to go, go left. Now here I fucking am doing what I was supposed to be doing. God damn it. Like, I don't know. But yeah, so final thoughts, if you have any anything we didn't already talk about
1: i was really uh impressed with like the movie overall because it did it made like probably like some hard choices because there's a lot of times they could have just like let a scene play out a whole different way but what happened was way more interesting than what people would have expected his See, like he he turned himself into an unreliable narrator immediately <laughs> because how do we know he hasn't possibly already messed up a couple of times? And that's why, dude, was like, you know what, we could shoot him. Look, <laughs> we ain't losing nothing. We That'd shoot him. Be
0: some shit if there was a post-credit scene and like you were looking at like the track record, and he only got like a forty-two percent kill rate or something. Like yeah. That because uh, be he never funny.
1: he never does like a i never miss and i always succeed he's just like talking about in the business things yeah. can go sideways it's like uh yeah you did that that's you did that's that. funny
0: that's funny oh man yeah i think i said all my thoughts i love how uh i'm not gonna say how deep the movie was it wasn't very deep but it, i love the exploration it's doing uh teetering between you know Am I human or am I not? Yeah, but then it has an answer. It's not like vague. it's just like nah he he's he's definitely human because he keeps he keeps breaking his rules and shit right he's just convincing himself he's delusional <laughs> uh, <laughs> like in, in a sense he's kind of failing upwards, but it was fun to watch. it was fun uh yeah.
1: ratings uh my old school same old same old uh this would definitely be a recommended uh movie just right off off the bat i don't know if uh, a lot of people i know would be bored well there'd be that whole <laughs> thing like is bored? this like a john wick and i'd be like no 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 I I, I I very much not yeah but uh overall it was just like a fun movie that i think um i'd like to see more stuff like that is uh, it's uh, it's just it. Maybe Netflix has a, a good uh intention and they'll continue to do stuff like this.
0: Uh, for me, I when I first watched it, I was like 7.5. It's good, I don't know if it's great, but it's 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 really good. Uh, having watched it the second time and like talking about it with you, I might bump it up to eight. I think it's great because like it got funnier and funnier, and like this <laughs> jokes that i completely missed and stuff (laughs) like and i thought i was catching all the jokes uh
1: (laughs) they said some pretty good subtle stuff in there i liked it
0: like i feel like if i watch it a third time i'll catch more and the fact that you could do that on top of me just enjoying the movie in general i think that's great right that's grounds for greatness so i'll say eight eight uh definitely want to buy this dvd that's not going to be a dvd because it's (laughs)
1: Netflix. Hey, maybe it'll be at the uh, Netflix uh, <laughs> the, brick and mortar, the Netflix blockbuster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's one or two times a Netflix movie made it into the Criterion collection. Block So it's possible. It's uh It's definitely possible. There's a. Yeah, there's a couple of Netflix criterions. Okay. So if it ever, whatever way it comes out, I would get get it just to have it in case I don't know Netflix ever becomes too expensive. <laughs>
1: We, we finally blow down the uh, infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Things fall apart.
0: But yeah, uh, sign off. Plugs.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I recently put out an evolving EP called uh, Check on Your Friends. It's on my band camp. I'm about to put the fourth song on it pretty soon here. Um, it's just sort of a uh, sort of an homage. Oh, shit.
0: Your Scott Pilgrim <laughs> song came out, and I didn't even... Oh, wait, the trailer
1: out. or a new song?
0: No, I'm saying you're the the, the song. Oh, I have
1: not listened to that at all. <laughs> okay, so now
0: I don't feel so bad. No, no. Do
1: I, I feel weird because I have not listened to it at all. And I, I just realized what you're talking about, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. But continue. I'm sorry. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. So, yeah, that's out. I'm uh my, my EP. Uh, Check on your friends is out. You go over Bandcamp. There's three songs right now. I'm about to put a fourth song on it. As as I complete songs that fit into it, I'll put them in there. Uh, go over the Patreon. You can see more about that. Um, and then, yeah, the, I'm on an EP by DJ Awesomest Prime. Uh, it is called Fun With Flowers. There's a few songs on there. I'm a featured rapper. I don't know how it happened. I, I do know how it happened. It's embarrassing. It's a weird story. But go check that out. Tell me if I did good, because I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> it's also on gap. It's on Spotify, uh, Fun With Flowers, DJ Awesomest Prime. Um, there's quite a few really good, like actual nerd rappers on there. So it feels like thanks that I'm on there, but that possibly is why I have, I'm nervous. But it's already out. There's nothing I can do. I just have to put, hit, do, hit it with my mantra. What's there the worst go. that could happen? There you go. <laughs> uh,
0: what's the mantra? The, uh, 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 stick to your plan, anticipate, don't <laughs> improvise, trust no one, never yield an advantage. <laughs> Yeah, you can follow the podcast at SGBK Podcast on Threads, uh, Blue Sky. You can email SGBK Podcast at gmail.com. Follow me personally at Tifron on Letterboxd and Blue Sky. And next week, we are doing Chevalier. I think that's streaming on Hulu. Can't wait to check that out. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Take
2: care.